Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the campfire. The only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction. In exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Allegory Cove. He called this experience. We have a new neighbor and I'm pretty sure they're making bad things happen. Please allow me to tell you his tale. Everything started to go to shit about a year ago. I live in a small town on a relatively secluded street as there are only two houses. Mine and the one across the street. I have lived here for about five years and up until last year. The house across the street was vacant. That was all fine until the resident moved in. I am referring to him as the resident because I have never met the guy. Hell, I have never even seen him. But he's there and he's going to pay for what he's done. I'm writing this story before I do what I have to do so that you know I am just in my cause. The resident moved in last December. Well, if you can call what he did moving in. One morning, when Amanda, my wife, and I were returning from breakfast, we noticed that new black curtains had been put up in the windows in the house across the street. This was a house that sat unchanged for years, ever since the home's previous owner, Mr. Howard, passed away. So it was a pretty obvious difference from the lacy curtains that were there before. Maybe Howard's family is finally going to fix the place up and sell it. Amanda said. This seemed like the correct answer. It was a decent house. A modest ranch-style homestead with big bay windows in the front facing toward our house. And the woods behind us. But now, those bay windows and every other window were covered with large blackout curtains preventing anyone from seeing inside the house. I, naturally, assumed this was so that whatever they were working on or fixing inside, they didn't want the noisy neighbors across the street watching. As a person who values my privacy, I understood that. A few months passed by and nothing had really changed with the Howard house. The curtains remained but we never saw anyone coming in or out of the place. No lights on at night. Nothing. Whatever remodeling plans they had, apparently they put them on hold. One morning, while doing some yard work, I noticed a change in the house. In the bay windows, prominently displayed on the wooden bench beneath with the blackout curtains acting as a backdrop, was a homemade model replica of a house. A replica of my house. I left my yard work and walked over to the old house. As I got closer, I was amazed at the level of detail. I don't mean to say it was a model that looked like our house. It was from our house. Whoever built it took painstaking details to make sure it looked like ours. From the blue storm windows we had on the first and second floors to the design of the wood that made up our front door. Everything was a perfect replica of our home. It was truly uncanny. I returned home and got Amanda away from her book and had her come to see the model. She, like me, was in disbelief at the accuracy of the model. 
The model itself was of considerable size and took up most of the bench inside the bay window. It was somewhere between four and five feet long and about two and a half feet tall, made entirely out of wood, as someone with a little bit of talent in woodworking. I was very impressed with the talent needed to make something like this. I was a little weirded out. Why our house? Why not your own house? Why not a total difference house? Why did it have to look exactly like ours? This was a topic of discussion for Amanda and me over breakfast, and we both concluded it must just be because that's what he had available. Just like a portrait painter paints what is in front of them. So too, must of this artisan. Regardless, it still freaked us out. But it did now seem that someone was living in the Howard house. So, we did the normal new neighbor thing and went over to welcome them to our neighborhood. Around 4 p.m., carrying a homemade apple pie Amanda whipped up, we went over to the Howard house. When we reached the front door, we again admired the model for a moment before we knocked. There was no answer. We tried to look around to see if we could make out anything inside the house. But those dark curtains prevented us from seeing anything. The only thing visible was the model in the front bay window, which was shrouded with those blackout curtains behind. Must not be home Amanda, obviously stated. We went home with the pie with plans to try again tomorrow morning. We returned with the pie that next morning and the same result. No one was around. This time, we left the pie at the front door in a cardboard pie box with a nice little welcome note. A few days later, the pie box remained at the front door, Undisturbed. Maybe no one was living there after all. I went to retrieve the nowadays old, probably bug-infested pie, when I noticed that the model had been updated. Well, not the model itself, but the scene. Behind our house was now a small green metal shed. This struck me as odd because while I had been thinking of getting a small shed to house our lawnmower and stuff, we hadn't made the plunge just yet. So, I was not quite sure why, when the resident took so much care replicating our house. He would add something that wasn't based on our reality. Artistic freedom, I chalked it up to and returned home with the very ant-infested pie, which I promptly tossed in the trash. I told Amanda about the new development, and she seemed very surprised. When I pressed her on why she told me that she had actually ordered a shed for my birthday, and that it should arrive early next week. We rushed over to take a look at the model, and she confirmed the size, shape, design, and intended placement of my birthday present. Somehow, the resident had perfectly captured everything about the shed. Amanda hadn't shared her birthday idea with anyone. How could this person, who we still had never seen let alone met, be able to know this? Was it a guess? What the hell was going on? Unsettled by this, I knocked at their door again and again was met with the same result. No answer. No movement inside. Amanda and I returned home. A few days later, the shed arrived while I was at work and Amanda had the workers place it in our backyard. It was perfect. It was exactly what the resident had built. But things didn't end there. One morning the model had a small crack in our upstairs bedroom window. And later than day, a wayward bird smacked into that window while Amanda was changing leaving behind a small fracture in the pane. I got the window fixed the next day, and, as I am sure you won't be surprised to find out, the model's window was fixed as well. These things kept happening. I had to patch up our leaky roof, and somehow the model had the same done to it before I even knew it was a problem. 
But what really pushed us over the edge was what happened next. Some background first. Amanda and I have been trying to have a child for the last three years. But we were having a lot of difficulty conceiving. Finally, our doctor talked us into IVF to see if we could get it to stick this time. It finally took and Amanda and I were on our way to finally having a child after three hard and trying years. Why am I mentioning this? You know why. One day, the model was updated. The room upstairs, my game room, the room we were planning to turn into a nursery, was suddenly painted yellow. The color we were planning on if the baby was a girl. Later that day, we were to go for a sonogram where we expected to find out the baby's sex. It was at this point that I rushed over to that house and demanded to speak. Meet, see the resident. No answer again. I tried a few windows, locked, and the back door, also locked. The resident left me no other option and I phoned the police. They politely told me to fuck off. Which, looking back, I can understand why. Hey, my creepy neighbor can somehow predict the future with the dollhouse and his bay window doesn't sound like the ramblings of a coherent person. I went back and forth on what to do. Should I break into this motherfucker's house and demand he explains? Should I let it go? What could I do? Truthfully, he hadn't been doing any harm to us. Eventually, Amanda was able to calm me down. We tried to shrug it off and we went to the appointment in Yup. A baby girl coming soon to our household. But what should have been a really big moment in our lives was ruined by this prediction. We went out to a celebratory dinner and I tried to forget this with some whiskey. After this event, things seemed to calm down for a few months. Amanda and I dealt with the highs and lows of pregnancy. Midnight trips to get out of season fruits, mood swings. And of course the constant peeing. So much peeing. All the while, the model remained the same. Just a stoic piece of art in an otherwise dark and silent house. Still no sign of the resident or activity. It was as if the house was asleep. I certainly did not mind. When our daughter Abigail was born, it was the absolute happiest moment of my life. When people say that children can bring you everlasting happiness, they aren't lying. From the moment I became a father, I was a different person. Calm, happy, a better husband than I had ever been before. I was a new and better me. I wish I could say the story stopped here. I wish that what was going to happen next didn't happen. After weeks of nothing, no updates, no predictions, suddenly, there it was. The resident finally added something to his model. Figurines, fucking figurines of us. Me, Amanda, and little Abigail. This asshole made wooden versions of all of us that he would reposition around his little model constantly. It became a bit of a routine. Every morning, check the model. See what he had been up to the night before. Sometimes, we were changing Abigail in her little yellow room. Sometimes, we were playing on the living room floor. Sometimes, I was doing yard work while the family watched Peppa Pig inside. Yeah, this creeps even updated his version of the TV in our living room with Abigail's cartoons. It started to get more sinister with every update. During that time, Amanda started showing signs of postpartum depression. I was doing the best I can to help. I truly believe that. We started seeing doctors and taking long walks with the baby. But Amanda was certainly hurting. I don't know that I can blame it on the resident, but I will. It was around this point that our figurines started to drift apart in the resident's model. Now, we were constantly positioned in different rooms. Amanda's figure was always facing away from the baby. 
He even had positioned the baby into poses to make her look as though she was crying. One morning, I awoke to see that Amanda's figure was staring into the fridge while Abigail and I were sleeping. I'm sure you know what happened that night. I awoke to use the bathroom and Amanda was gone. I knew where she was. Of course, I knew. I headed downstairs to the kitchen and I found her standing staring at the refrigerator. Catatonic. It was because of the meds she was taking for the depression. Or so we tried to convince ourselves. But it wasn't. It was him. We both knew this. He was doing this. At this point, Amanda convinced me to just stop looking at the model. If you don't look at it, maybe it loses its power, she supposed. I thought there might be something to that. Maybe we were looking for these things to come true, and if we just stopped looking, nothing would happen. So, for a few weeks, we avoided the model. Never looked over to get a peek. Staying in the backyard as much as we could. And it seemed to be working. Nothing out of the ordinary happened. I thought we could keep this up forever. But, one night when Amanda was cooking dinner and I was taking out the trash, the model once again caught my eye, because it looked to be on fire. I ran over and looked in the bay window for the first time in weeks and observed. Our kitchen was ablaze, smoke billowing from the stove, like real actual fire. Amanda's figurine was upstairs with the baby imposed into a sort of coughing motion. I turned and ran back to the house about as fast as I have ever run, yelling Amanda's name. When I got to the kitchen, smoke was coming from the oven. I quickly turned it off and opened the door. Our dinner was burnt beyond recognition. I grabbed potholders, pulled them out, threw them into the sink, and ran water over them. I slumped down in the kitchen with my back toward the sink and breathed a sigh of relief. Shortly after, Amanda came downstairs with the baby. I explained everything to her. She blamed herself. She shouldn't have, but she did. I couldn't convince her not to. After she cried herself to sleep that night, completely devastated that she thought she was responsible for this. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I went back over to the resident's house. It was no longer on fire. In fact, everything was perfectly fine. It was almost as if the fire hadn't happened at it. But it did. I saw it. It was on fire. 
And now it wasn't. At this point, I had made up my mind. Just simply avoiding it would not be enough. It was too dangerous. We had to pay attention to it. The placement and the predictions continued for the next few days. It was almost always something involving Amanda in a trance. Staring at walls and shit like that. And like clockwork, it always fucking came true. We visited her doctor and he just chalked everything up to the depression. How fucked up is that I wish he was right. I wish my wife was just simply depressed. I wish I believed that the resident wasn't responsible for all of this. But I am convinced he is. Everything about this whole thing has been unsettling. I can deal with unsettling. What I can't deal with is what he portrayed this morning. What the resident has done this morning can't be allowed to happen. I am going to take matters into my own hands and deal with him. I'm going in tonight and we're going to finish this once and for all. Because his final design, and believe me it will be his fucking final design, is Amanda dangling from our second floor balcony. A light brown rope around her neck. Her eyes are cartoonishly exed out. Her feet almost touched the ground in front of our house. My figurine is kneeling in the driveway facing Amanda. Hands on the ground, painted on tears streaming down my face to form a small blue puddle on the concrete. Between us, on the ground, covered in red is a bagale. Little a bagale. Her head. Her head is. Her head is smashed in. I can't keep fucking typing this. He's going to pay for this. He's going to pay and then I'm going to burn down that fucking house. I can't waste any more time. I am going to make goddamn sure this doesn't happen. I am going to meet my neighbor and welcome him to the fucking neighborhood. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.